0: Welcome to Bob's Last Marathon, where Lena Chow Kuhar shares her first hand experiences and practical wisdom gained from caring for her husband Bob on their long, unmapped journey with Alzheimer's disease. Through her own insights, as well as those of other caregivers, advocates, and experts, Lena hopes to help you meet the challenges of Alzheimer's disease and give your loved ones the best quality of life possible. We are honored to have Dr. Venus Wong as our guest today. Dr. Wong is a psychologist by training and a consultant at the Clinical Excellence Research Center at Stanford University. She has been studying strategies to support family caregivers in a value-based healthcare environment post-affordable care act. Today, she brings us up to date on policies and programs that support family caregivers and steps that lie ahead. Dr. Wong tells us this is a topic particularly close to her heart as her beloved mother is a caregiver for her grandmother who has dementia.
1: If you're one of the 53 million caregivers in the United States, you may know instinctively from hands-on experience just how important your care can be to the quality of your loved one's life, from feeding and hygiene to helping with medications and transportation. But what you might not know is that the difference you make is measurable. Research shows that people who have caregivers are demonstrably healthier. And that has a ripple effect, resulting in fewer doctor's visits, hospitalizations, and institutionalizations. Which all translates to lower healthcare costs. For example, a recent analysis showed that Medicaid patients with some family involved in home care spent $1,600 less on healthcare over nine months than those without a caregiver. The authors considered a possible link between the lower cost and better health. These individuals had lower rates of infection, bed sores, and shortness of breath among other measures and as a result used healthcare resources less often a different six-month study looked at whether the emotional health of the spousal caregiver the husband or wife had an effect on healthcare costs specifically they looked at the caregiver's sadness on the depression scale what they found is that the higher costs were significantly associated with caregiver sadness said caregivers spent over 1,300 more on healthcare. The importance of caregivers is even more evident for people with dementia whose cognitive decline may make communication even harder. Of course, it makes perfect sense that having a caregiver nearby would help by making sure that critical needs are met. And yet, as essential as family caregivers are, Healthcare plans and systems often neglect their needs. Support is spotty at best. For example, only 1.5% of Medicare Advantage plans offer coverage for caregiver focused support and programs. Part of the problem lies in the misconception that caregiver support is just too expensive or irrelevant for healthcare systems. But as we have just seen, Supporting caregivers may not only be good for the health of their patients, but also a good investment for the healthcare systems. If family caregiving is healthier for patients and more economical, why isn't it better supported? Imagine what could happen if caregivers got support. Fortunately, things are changing. There are many ways that health plans and systems can support caregivers, and some do. They can make caregiver support groups part of their plans, giving enrollees the chance to share and learn important skills. They can acknowledge the central role of caregivers by making support part of the patient's health plan. They can use technology to make care easier. For example, they may leverage automated customized phone check-ins and share timely care tips. These are just a few strategies identified by me and my colleagues through our research as being not only effective, but cost-effective. A good model is the Resources for Enhancing Alzheimer's Caregiver's Health, REACH VA, from the Veterans Administration. REACH VA combines caregiver education, support, and skills building. The program was not only shown to improve health-related outcomes for patients, such as less depression and better medication management, but by reducing outpatient visits, hospitalization, and medication uses, it reduced costs for the VA by more than a third. Programs similar to Reach VA can be found through local nonprofits, area agencies on aging, and the Alzheimer's Association. What a win-win-win for patients Caregivers and the healthcare system. Healthcare policy is also starting to broaden its focus to include the support of caregivers. For example, about 40 states have signed the Caregiver Advice, Record, Enable, known as Care Act, into law. The Care Act sets standards of care for the support of family caregivers whose loved ones are hospitalized. It requires hospitals to identify caregivers ensure that caregiver information is part of the patient's medical record, and put programs into place to make caregivers part of the plan for patients after discharge. Even though this is a hospital-specific program, it is really good news. Also, about two years ago, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services authorized Medicare Advantage plans to cover direct support for family caregivers using supplemental benefits. What this means is that Medicare Advantage health plans now have more flexibility to design benefits that support their enrollees' caregivers. This is a huge improvement as it gives health plans more autonomy to directly develop or purchase services that support caregivers. However, Medicare Advantage plans have been slow to integrate the policies we still have more work to do to make these recent advances a reality. Our efforts need to extend beyond private and public health plans and even beyond state policy to make high-quality support available to caregivers on a large-scale basis. We need to build caregiver support into our healthcare infrastructure. It's very groundwork, and that demands national attention. The Recognize, Assist, Include, Support, and Engage, known as the Raised Family Caregivers Act, which became law in 2018, is a very promising step. It directs the Secretary of Health and Human Services to identify actionable steps for local communities, care providers, government, and other public agencies. The aims of the Raised Family Caregivers Act are wide ranging. It is looking to support the health and independence of patients and caregivers across all healthcare and long term settings through programs to improve access to housing, safe living spaces, food, and transportation, and also to reduce social isolation. It's examining ways that healthcare providers can create more meaningful and culturally relevant information, services, and support for family caregivers. The Raise Family Caregivers Act is exploring respite care as well as workplace policy that would include flex time or home office options for caregiver employees. There is much left to do, but there is also help available to caregivers now. Contact your health plan and ask them about care options for you and your loved ones, such as support groups and respite care. If they do not have these offerings, simply asking may register as a gentle nudge that there is a need they should be considering. Your local area agency on aging, AAA, is also a good source and may also provide respite care, along with other valuable support services. Free insurance counseling is sometimes available, or they may direct you to other agencies. If you want to take a more active role in effecting change, your AAA may be a great place to start. AAAs along with other national advocacy agencies such as the Alzheimer's Association often invite public participation on local or national levels. Follow their social media and voice your opinions. There's no quick fix for this complex societal issue, but I'm optimistic that there will be more organizational and policy improvements to better support caregivers.
0: Thank you for listening to Bob's Last Marathon. Transcripts of today's show and other episodes and acknowledgments can be found at bobsmarathon.com. That's Bob's Marathon without an apostrophe. Send us a note with your comments. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We wish you and your loved ones good health.